Hi, sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. So you've probably heard about the Instagram algorithm. You've probably heard that it's out to get you, that you should hate it, that you should despise it, that it's to blame for everything that is bad in the world. But is that necessarily true? It's actually not. And once you really understand how to use the Instagram algorithm and how it works, it actually can really benefit your Instagram strategy moving forward. So today in this podcast episode, I really want to recap what the algorithm looks like going into 2020 and how this affects you as a brand trying to grow your Instagram and grow your brand on Instagram. So if I had to summarize what the algorithm means and how it affects you is that it's really based on your behaviors. And quite literally, Instagram is trying to show you what it thinks that you will like. So that's kind of, we'll summarize all the things we're going to talk about today. But the Instagram algorithm is always changing and evolving. It doesn't just like change out of the blue and have this major facelift it's always learning and getting smarter. So there's so many factors when it comes to how Instagram interacts with your account. So you really can't blame the algorithm. We're not reaching your goals on Instagram. So the Instagram creators account, which is at creators, they set out to bust the most common myths that come along with the algorithm. And they wanted to set those rumors straight. And boy, did they. I thought it was just so incredibly helpful and informative to kind of hear straight from Instagram how it actually really works. So I have been taking notes. I have been really sitting down and figuring out How does the algorithm look in 2020 for my favorite blogs, articles, resources, and other podcasts too? So I will link them all in the show notes if you want to read more because this is not just coming out of my brain. I really took my time to research everything you need to know. So let's hop right into it. This is the time that you might want to take out a notebook. Maybe don't drive and listen to this one because there's going to be a lot of things that you definitely want to take notes on and look back at when it comes to crafting your strategy. So The first thing is that the algorithm is broken down into three main factors. So the first one is interest. The second one is relationship. And the third one is timeliness. And I'm going to talk about a lot of other factors of the algorithm, but these are really the three main ones. So when it comes to the posts that you're being shown, they're really categorized by your interests. So for example, if you look on my explore page, I'd say... 50% of them are dancing videos because I do really like (laughs) dancing videos. It makes me laugh. It makes me smile. So Instagram categorizes dancing videos as something that it wants to show me in my own personal algorithm. So depending on the type of content you consume, whether it's more influencers or quotes or brands or travel, fashion, like all those categories, that's really where that interest factor plays a role with the algorithm. And when we're talking about timeliness, 
So you are most likely to see the most recent posts first. So timing does matter. Um, everyone likes to kind of explain the algorithm as semi-chronological. So when your posting does play a role, along with obviously the other factors. So it's a, you know, just a part of the puzzle, but it does matter in 2020. And when it comes to relationship, so Instagram kind of does some research and it tries to figure out, you know, what you have a relationship with, whether it's friends or family, even if they're not actually your friends or family. So this can also be played a role into people that you direct message quite often, or even people that you're searching for. So that's why it's really important to clear out your searches often because Instagram is more likely to show accounts similar to that or those specific people because you've searched them. Um, so obviously, it definitely can tell if someone's, you know, in the radius of you, if they are friends and family, those different types of things. But that's kind of an overall brief of how those three factors really play a role into everything. So I wanted to share my favorite stat of the whole news brief that they gave us pretty much. And it's around video. So there was a big rumor that video performed better than photos. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, I know Ford did some research on this as well, but they actually perform pretty much equally. Posting photos and videos is great, but the change really happens on the explore page. So the explore page is literally a summary of the algorithm, essentially. So on that explore page, people really are shown all these different factors, what Instagram thinks they will like. But if you look at your explore page and you can pull it out right now, is you will probably notice that there's a lot of videos on there. There's IDTV videos, feed videos, and even stories now, which I think is so cool. And so actually video shows up four times larger than photos on the explore page, which is kind of nuts. So that means that people are more likely to see and engage with a video when they're on the explore page versus clicking on a graphic or a photo when they're on the explore page. So that's kind of why using video can really help you leverage getting discovered with Instagram. And so going back to, you know, are certain accounts or certain types of content favored by Instagram? And it actually says that whether you're a personal account, a business account, which is what I personally use, or a creator account, which is one of the newer accounts, Instagram does not favor one over the other. So you can still reach your goals depending on what account you have. I would just make sure you're choosing an account depending on who you are. So if you're using it for your personal use, choose personal. If you are a business or a brand, um, you definitely want to have the business account. I highly recommend it. It also really helps with syncing with apps like Later, which is my favorite for scheduling, those different types of things. I think the creator account, I haven't played around with it, but I've heard that it has a lot of really great features and it really is perfect for like content creators, influencers, bloggers. So if that's definitely more of what you do versus being more of a business, then you might want to try out the creator's account. It really won't harm how the algorithm sees and treats your account. Another thing is, so, you know, going back to do photos or videos show up more on your feed. So it actually plays more role into what Instagram, like, like we've mentioned before, what it really thinks you like. So if you spend a lot of your time liking IGTV videos, liking feed, you know, photos and videos, if you're like really like stop motions, those different types of things, you're more likely to see that on your grid. And you might notice more videos. But that's only because 
video really draws people in longer. So someone might see a photo, but they're probably just going to go right to that caption and read it, double tap, maybe comment and leave. But a video really holds our attention for so much longer and builds a much stronger connection overall. So that's why when you're using video, yeah, you very well could be more likely to get in front of more people. So overall, video and photo are equal in a lot of ways, but there also is a lot more opportunity when it comes to using video. So let's talk a little bit about engagement and what type of engagement metrics you really want to be focusing on. So, you know, you've probably heard Instagram has been testing, taking away likes for multiple countries. I know Canada and Australia are two of the biggest ones that haven't had likes for a while. And I know it started to affect some uh, US accounts. I haven't noticed it on any of my accounts or when I'm scrolling on my feed, but I know other people have. That's why, you know, looking at different engagement metrics has really been like on the top of everyone's mind because you want to make sure you're looking at these metrics to see what is really important and also what is really boosting the algorithm. Instagram basically said comments, likes, reshares, and views for obviously videos are the most important engagement metrics to really focus on. Of course, I think saves are the best metric to focus on. That's been something that I've really been trying to test and see how I can get more saves and how this interacts with the algorithm and my posts and everything like that. So I feel like saves are kind of like a super like. That's how I've been seeing it described as because when someone saves something, it's showing Instagram that this is very valuable pieces of content. So that really boosts that interest part of the algorithm. And Instagram is more likely to show that post if it's saved by a lot of people to more people. So that's definitely something to consider. Um, I know one of my posts that got, uh, I think, around 150 saves, which is a lot. It really was focused on just quick, fast, snappy tools. I find that that's gotten me a lot of saves. Encouraging people to save content really helps. And just making sure it's something that people would want to bookmark and reference later is really how you want to use that saves feature to really boost your engagement. So when it comes to stories, so this is literally quoted from one of the articles that I was reading. So when you're looking at the top stories views, it's based on your activity and the people that you're closest with. So this kind of goes back to that relationship aspect. So the more that you're creating relationships with people on Instagram, the more likely they're just going to be seen at the top of your views. So if you swipe up, look at your views on stories, that's really what you'll see. And if you check your views often, you'll notice it'll start to refresh naturally. So they're not a huge factors on who has your top views. It's not that they're necessarily stalking you or anything like that, but it just means that Instagram thinks you have more of a relationship with that person. So it shows that they're viewing your stories. So let's talk a little bit about consistency. So I know Later and Forward did some research where they were saying pretty much in 2020, they anticipate that influencers specifically are actually going to be posting less. Um, They averaged around two posts a week. And I think, you know, this is really what the quote comes down to. This is by Neil Patel, which is a social media expert. And he basically explains that like, if you have a habit of posting several days, and then you transition to only one time a week, 
that's really when you'll see a decline in your followers and you'll get less engagement per your posts. So that's why I always recommend that I could tell you post three times a week or every day or whatever that looks like, but it really matters on how can you maintain that consistency level versus focusing on how you can keep it up um, frequency-wise. So if you know you can only post twice a week consistently for long periods of time, then stick to that. If you feel like I actually do want to increase how many posts I'm posting, then you want to be sure you can retain that and you're not going to fluctuate the amount of times you're posting. Um, so other things they mentioned, they talked about pods and pods and bots. Um, an Instagram pod, if anyone doesn't know, it's basically where people put together a group and they're mandatory to kind of engage and be the first people to comment and share the other pod members' posts. So it's a really great way to obviously get engagement, but I've always stressed on not doing that because even from what we've covered so far, relationships and interests are such a big factor. So not only by you engaging in content that maybe isn't content you want to see going to mess up your algorithm, by really creating those relationships with accounts that aren't your ideal clients is also going to kind of mess up the algorithm. So I've never been a fan of pods. I just don't think they really get a good outcome at the end. They're kind of more vanity focused, which just isn't, isn't much I am. It isn't much I am. Um, so they basically said, you know, Instagram did say, you know, engagement pods are not great for long-term success and that the algorithm will actually adjust eventually. So the more, the longer you're in a pod, the more you're doing that type of activity, the algorithm will start to notice and your account will be affected by it. And this also came to bots, you know, fake engagement using bots. They do not count as engagement. There's been so many ways that I've seen people that have used bots in the past, whether they've known it or not, their accounts are still suffering even years later. So overall, do not do pods, do not do bots. Um, really focus just on authentic engagement. Another thing that they kind of debunked was that you have to comment a certain length for it to count um, with the algorithm. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, they said it doesn't really matter how long the caption or the comment is. So you kind of really want to focus more on actually commenting authentically and making sure it's true to your brand voice, whether that's short and sweet, or if it is a little bit more longer and you want to take that time. So that was another thing related to engagement. So when it comes to when you're getting on your feed, how does this semi-chronological algorithm work? So Instagram will show you the latest posts related to all those factors that we've talked about. So let's say you check Instagram once a day. It will show you the best posts since your last visit according to all the factors we talked about in the algorithm. So timeliness might play a factor, but if you're not checking in as frequently, they're actually going to really focus on those other factors like relationship, interest, those different types of things. So if you're on Instagram all the time and refreshing your feed, you're more likely to see kind of what's more recent and what is also the best since your last visit. So when it comes to building your brand and from like a business perspective, let's talk a little bit about how you should be engaging to kind of cater your algorithm to help you grow your business. So you want to be really careful with what you are engaging on on your feed, um, what you're searching, what stories you're responding to, and who you're direct messaging. Because when you start to create those relationships, those are more likely what you're going to see on your feed and also vice versa. Um, so you really want to be sure to 
strategic and not just engage to engage. You want to be sure you're really looking at who your target audience is, what your actual goals are with your Instagram growth and strategy, and how you can really cater everything to that. Another thing is I really wanted to end this off by touching on the latest update within the app. And this actually will help you personalize the algorithm to really show you what you want to see. So if you go to the following tab um, under your accounts, if you want to look at accounts that you are following, you're now able to see least interacted with and most shown in feed. So what does this mean for you? So this means, for example, for the least interacted with accounts, you can either give them some extra love, engage with them, and start to really build that connection again. There might have been a reason that you're just not seeing their posts in your own personal algorithm. So that's really an opportunity for you to foster that relationship again. But if you see that account and you're like, I'm not really interested in it anymore, I don't even know why I'm really following them, and you're kind of wanting to um, weed out accounts that just aren't really accounts you want to be following, then this might be a great time to unfollow them. And unfollowing is healthy. It's normal. The button is there for a reason. I always swear by blocking, muting, and unfollowing. It gives you control on what you consume and what you're able to share and see on Instagram. So I highly, highly recommend that. And the biggest news lately is that there's rumors that the chronological feed is actually coming back. Ah, oh my gosh. So kind of going back, so we've talked about how the algorithm works today. So the algorithm, you know, there is a timeliness factor, but there's so many other factors like we've mentioned. But there's a new prototype called Latest Feeds. So it's very similar to Chronological um, and how that worked before because the Chronological Feed would literally show you what is most recent. And that is really what it was based on. But TechCrunch really went out to kind of explain what this means, are they going to launch it, and everything like that. So with the feature, they're pretty much testing it right now. So usually, like for example, when they started hiding likes, they usually prototype it and test it first. Um, So once they kind of figure out if it reaches their objectives and they're really happy with how it is looking overall and that it has positive benefits, that's when Instagram will roll out a a feature like this. So um, when it comes to latest posts, do I think it will be something new and recent? Maybe at the end of the year, but I think there's so much time that really has to go into seeing how that actually works. And I I may be even theorizing that the reason why they kind of set out to kind of clear things up around the algorithm is because they maybe are testing to see what people think about it, how they want to use it, and if they want to shift eventually in the future to this latest post. So that is all the algorithm goodies that I have for you today. I would love to know, um, send me a DM or repost this podcast episode on your stories and let me know which one was the most exciting fact for you. Like I said, I'm a personal favorite of videos, so I really loved kind of hearing those different insights on videos, but it really was cool to kind of see how some of the myths around engagement and how the algorithm actually worked really busted by Instagram and all the amazing resources that I really took a look at to make this podcast episode for you. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time. Definitely be sure to check out those show notes if you want to see any of the resources that I tuned into and took notes from to give you all this great information. I'll see you next time.
Thank you so much for joining me for today's show. Join the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast, or just come over and say hi at soul studio marketing on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the show to be the first to know when our next episode airs. And if you love what you've heard, I just so appreciate it. If you left us a review, it really helps support us. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.